Sports Week Info, College Football Picks, Predictions, Betting Information. This is the card here on Friday, November the 8th. I'm your host, Tony T. We got Joe Duffy ready to talk some college football. We'll bring Joe Duffy here in just a second. I want to let you guys know how to listen to our podcast, Sports Pick Info. If you would go over to Apple iTunes in that search box, type in Sports Pick Info and subscribe. Download, rate, review. We greatly appreciate it. We also broadcast our shows over YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Our channel ID, Sports Big Info. Segment today is brought to you by Sports Chat Experts, where all the top cappers in the nation post their plays individually on a guaranteed win basis. We have leaderboards and more showcasing top cappers. We'll have a coupon code to share with you just about a little later in the show. But we want to bring into the show right now Joe Duffy, who you'll find over at Sports Chat Experts from college football. Joe, how you doing? We've hit the uh, month of November now. Now it's uh, things get serious in college football. It certainly is, Tony T. I mean, you know, stuff is pretty serious all year long for me, but as far as being a college football fan, this is really a great time of the year. I hear there's a pretty big uh, game in the SEC this weekend as well. We're not going to be talking about that tonight, but yeah, and as we know, you know, Thanksgiving's always the great rivalry games and whatnot, so it's definitely time to plop on the couch. Not that I don't do that year-round, but really a good time to plop on the couch and watch some winners. Absolutely, no doubt about that. And of course, Joe Duffy, you listen to him on the podcast. You visit him on the sites, Picks and Parlays, and the Sports Chat. You'll see he delivers winners as well as on the Picks and Parlays radio show. He's a, a frequent contributor. All right, Joe, we'll get started here with our Friday college football. We got UCF and Tulsa heading to, uh, going head to head here. C UCF on the road laying 17 total sits here at 69 and a half. Of course, Tulsa, they got hit with their seventh loss. No bull for you. Uh, teams, the, uh, t teams in these type of conferences don't get in at five and seven. Five-game losing streak. Of course, UCF quarterback Dylan Gable not as accurate on the road. Both defeats have come on the road for UCF by, to pit by one, Cincinnati by three. But uh, they're going to be laying 17 here at a Tulsa team. Yeah, Tony T, way back in the day, you know, before I had this great computer software, I probably would have really pounded uh, Tulsa in this game. And, and I still do like Tulsa, but it fits in the, what I used to weigh a lot heavier, kind of my uh, what I used to call the dichotomous straight-up and ATS theory where – if a team is winning outright but not covering, or if a team is losing outright but they are covering, you want to ride this spread streak because it's usually a good way to isolate um, teams that are overvalued and undervalued. And here you have, obviously, UCF is the much hotter team straight up, but not so much ATS. UCF has dropped five of six in the back pocket, and there's an obvious reason for that. Those style points motivation are gone. They're no longer, they, they can't claim the national championship anymore. Um, it would take a lot of things to happen for them to get that New Year's Day berth where the, the highest rated conference champion that's, uh, it does get a New Year's Bowl that's outside of the Power Five. They're, they're pretty much eliminated from that. So there's no more motivation for them to really crush teams. They don't have to make a statement. You know, Tulsa, as bad as they've been playing, two and seven, but yet they've covered three of their last five. And they've played their best against the best this year. They lost to SMU and Memphis by a combined seven points. Uh, they lost to Michigan State earlier this year. Oklahoma State, Cincinnati is a very good team. So they are, they're definitely tested. You know, baptism by fire, as I like to say. And the fact that they've really risen to the occasion, they're, they're a team that basically, like I said, they're, uh, you want to bet on them when they're playing quality teams, maybe not so much when they're playing inferior teams. And I do like that, you know, with, with UCF, uh, they have a very nice offensive line. They go deep at the running back position. But what that also tells me is they can kind of run out the clock when they do have a lead late. They can protect it. They're, 
you know, they're not as high powered as they were in previous years. Now the total is 69 and a half. So for me to say that, you know, they're not high powered at all, that would be ridiculous. But as far as just laying 17 points on the road, I don't know, against a, a team that continues to be pretty competitive against quality opponents, got to like the points here. All right, can I get that sports speaking? We're here joined by Joe Duffy. We'll continue our rundown here. Some Pac-12, uh, Washington, Oregon State here with Washington, LA in 10, total 65. You know, Washington field, really their toughest scheduling stretch, back-to-back -back losses to Utah and Oregon. Oregon State, 4-4, four and four, and they have a shot at a bowl. They've covered a 5 and 6 behind their quarterback, senior quarterback, and a pretty good passing attack. So here we go. Oregon State at home laying 10. Or I should say Oregon State getting 10 at home. Total sits at 65. Well, what does worry me here, Tony T, is you're right. Oregon State, this is a rare chance for them to play in a bowl game. And again, what's one of my golden rules? You cannot manufacture emotion. This is a very big home game for Oregon State. For them to make a bowl, you know, it would be equivalent of, you know, like an LSU going to the Final Four. Maybe that's exaggerating a little bit, but not, not all that much. Oregon State has definitely been a terrible team, but they're pretty competitive uh, this year. However, you fade home underdogs off of the win in which they had 550 or more yards the previous week offensively. Uh, fading such teams are 87 and 57. That's 60%. That would favor Washington. And again, it makes sense kind of using the odds makers knowledge against them they're telling you that for Oregon State to uh, cover this game they're going to have to have another ridiculous offensive effort also surprising well maybe not surprising since we talk about Oregon State's having a good year one of the reasons is they're not turning over the ball but when you're talking about a team this deep into the season home teams with two or fewer turnovers in game eight or later are also a go against 58 and 47 Again, that makes sense. I always say that turnovers, there's a certain amount of luck um, to that. I think that's more of a lag indicator than a lead indicator. And for the most part, teams with more turnovers are undervalued. Teams with fewer turnovers are, are, uh, are overvalued. Um, so that it's, again, they've got to maintain that. Now, you know, Oregon State, they were overpowered by Utah physically. Washington's not quite as physical, but they're, you know, they're in the same ballpark. I do think Washington can wear them down um, physically. You know, on the flip side, yes, Oregon State, there's no question they're going to be motivated. They're going to have a big home crowd. But now they're no longer can sneak up on teams. All of a sudden they're feeling some pressure for the first time. So, again, the motivation versus pressure. I, I really think that, if anything, maybe the fact they're starting to feel a little bit of pressure isn't such a, a good uh, thing. And, you know, also, um, no, only one wide receiver has gotten over 100 yards this year against Washington. For OSU to have a chance, they got to have Isaiah Hodgins has to have a very big game. I just think Washington matches up uh, pretty well, and I'm actually going to lay the big lumber. All right, Sports Big Folks joined by Joe Duffy. Yeah, you got to look here at Chris Peterson with his team, really not in the Pac-12 race anymore. And, you kind of wonder how how will team respond? Uh, Peterson to me looks like someone who really put put the pressure on these these kids to turn their season around. Yeah, but but I can also see. Look, I would not argue if somebody countered you know the quote unquote intangibles that this game is a little bit more important to Oregon State or Washington. I've you know I've seen people say, well, are they going to quit? Are they going to tank it? Teams don't do that. And and usually once I hear 
you know, somebody speculate that a team's going to pack it in is usually when you want to bet on them, kind of a contrarian type thing. But still, this is, you know, a disappointing season for Washington. So, yeah, Peterson's a heck of a coach. He's, he's been successful um, wherever he's been. He was enormously successful at, at Boise. But still, I think it's a little bit tough to, to get your team up for this game. I do think, you know, the intangibles don't bode all that well for Washington. But I just think they're just going to wear them down. They're going to be physical. And I think Oregon State, the computer says they're kind of in for a little bit of a letdown here. Yeah, I and mean, also, too, you got to look at this with Chris Peterson. I think it really starts with the head coach, you know, students, if it's a, if it's the teacher there or if he, he's down and, it, and it's like a substitute teacher situation where the players, mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to lax a little bit. I kind of, That's how I kind of look at things like that. Well, no, there's there's zero question. He is one of the better um, motivators in the country. He's a very successful coach. And, yeah, you know, the, he'll remember this for guys that are underclassmen. He's going to remember who gives uh, their entire effort. And Washington, though, they're still – they are still the better team. But I do think the biggest edge Oregon State has here is probably the fact that they are playing such a very big home game. And I, I would give the intangible leaning towards – Oregon State, if you're old enough to, you know, to remember when Jimmy the Greek and Brent Musburger used to do it and they'd have the all the check marks. I would definitely put the check mark in the Oregon State column when it comes to the intangibles, but as far as just the, the physicality and the situation, I do think the road favorites are pretty good play. You know, Joe, we're moving into November in college football. We know you really have that database it's with, a, with a lot of information there. Are there any things that you really look for in November? Uh, is it any different than any of the other months of the season? Well, yeah, one of the things wouldn't really apply this week, but in a couple weeks I've looked up, I've definitely researched the so-called, you know, double-digit rivalry, go, go with the double-digit rivalry underdog. It's not true at all. If anything, it's a little bit of a go against. You really want to go with the bigger favorites in uh, rivalries. Now, that being said, usually when you get around like 7 to 14 and the underdog's in a true spoiler situation where they could destroy their opponents you know their rivals year maybe that's when you kind of lean towards the underdog but do not fall into that um underdog rivalry uh trap that's just just not true you know a lot of people are going to say oh geez you know thanksgiving weekend they're going to be betting all the 12 point underdogs all the 14 point underdogs and it's definitely not true that's definitely one of the things that that jumps out because i kept hearing it over and over i'm like i'm gonna sit down i'm gonna um research this and it turned out to not be true but not necessarily completely in reverse. I would say as a general rule of thumb, uh, if you were to, to take the 10 biggest rivalries and see how double-digit underdogs do, you'd probably find out the favorites hit at about 52, 53%, I would say. All right, Sports Beginful here, joined by Joe Duffy. We took a look here at college football here for Thursday's card, and our segment today was brought to you by Sports Head Experts, where all the top cappers in the nation post their plays individually on a guaranteed win basis. Leaderboards and more showcasing the top cappers right now when you use that coupon code Tony T. You'll be able to get a 15% uh, discount at checkout, so be sure to check it out over at at uh, Sports Head Experts, and you'll be able to find Joe Duffy up there. 30-day pass right now for 349. Get all of Joe's plays from college football, NBA, College basketball is now in play. Get them all right now, as well as NFL and college football. 349, use the coupon code TONYT at checkout, and you'll get a savings there of 15% off at the checkout. All right, uh, we got Joe Duffy here. He's going to stick around. We're going to have some more conversations with Joe here. I want to put that coupon code up for you guys to check it out here. 
Coupon code is TonyT. That's 15% off at the checkout. All right, Joe Duffy's hanging around. We've got some college basketball or segment to talk about here. We've got some good matchups to talk about. So those of you watching us live, hang on. We're just going to reset the show. For those of you listening or checking us out on segments, check the timeline for Joe Duffy's college basketball, and we'll be right back. Sports Pick Info, NBA Picks, Predictions, Betting Information. This is the card here on Friday, November 8th. I'm your host, Tony T. Well, we're going to go rapid fire NBA today. I've got our Brian Bailey here ready to join us here on our podcast, Sports Pick Info. I'd like to welcome everybody on picksandparlays.net. You're tuning into our podcast that you can watch over on picksandparlays.net. And of course, all you have to do is go to the top of picksandparlays.net and click the podcast uh, tab and uh, listen to our show and Please, if you would subscribe, but there are other ways too. If you're mobile and you commute, well, you can download us our podcast over on Apple iTunes. Type in Sports Pick Info in the, in the search box, and of course, uh, we shoot these, uh, we shoot the games, we shoot our shows the night before, so we have it ready for your morning drive when you Bluetooth your phone into your car. Listen to our podcast, Sports Pick Info, as for your commute to work. All the top expert handicappers are joining us here as as well. All right, you can also listen to Sports Pick Info on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook, channel ID, Sports Pick Info. And of course, our segment today is brought to you by PicksandParlays.net. We can find all the top cappers in the nation posting their plays individually on a guaranteed win basis, leaderboards, and more to showcase top cappers. We have a coupon code to talk, which we'll talk about a little later in the show. But right now, standing by is Brian Bittler. We're ready to go head-to-head. Mano y mano, NBA, our rapid-fire segment. You, if you listen to the Picks and Parlays radio show, you, it's a very popular feature on the weekends, but we're adding it now. We're adding this to the podcast here uh, on NBA. Uh, uh, Brian, you're ready for the challenge. I don't know if I'm up for the challenge here. I'm not used to the rapid-fire, but I'm going to give it a try here. All right, we're going to give it a try here with Brian Bittler. Of course, you can find him over at uh, picksandparlays.net. He also runs bookieblasters.com. So we're going to go ahead and go rapid-fire. NBA. Uh, we're going to go over uh, the games here. We're going to get started. I'll get it. I'll lead it off here. Here we go. Cleveland Cavaliers and Washington Wizards. And uh, line here as Washington uh, lane five. I'm going to take the underdog Cleveland Cavaliers plus five. You know, Wizards have lost uh, their past, uh, have lost uh, four of their past five after a road defeat by 15 in Indiana. Who played without their scorer, Victor Oladipo? Wizards sit near the bottom of the NBA in defensive issue ratings, allowing 112 points per 100 possessions, not defending very well, allowing 47% of shots. But I like the way Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson shooting the ball well. Colin Sexton is making his threes along with Love. And, of course, Bradley Beal, Isaiah Thomas, two of the three high-volume shooters for, uh, for Washington are struggling. So, Brian, I'm taking Cleveland plus five. What are you doing in this one? Now, I think Cleveland Cavaliers are going to be a little bit better this year. Uh, but still, they've lost three games straight. You know, Washington is not going to have too many opportunities to win this year. And we've seen a couple covers from them uh, early on in the year, Washington Wizards. And I think they get it done at home. I'm not afraid to lay the five with the Wizards against the Cavs. All right. Continue here with our rapid fire. Next game on the board here, Bucks and Utah Jazz. Uh, we got the Bucks' favorite point and a half. I'm going to take Milwaukee minus one and a half. Milwaukee on a four-game win streak. Three of those wins have come on the road to Orlando, Minnesota, and LA Clips. Bucks shooting nearly 48%, holding opponents of 41%. Jazz have recent losses on the road to the Clips and Kings by one. Milwaukee road form has been outstanding. They're number two in NBA efficiency, uh, putting up 113 points per 100 possessions. Jazz not as strong offensively, 26 in efficiency. You know, they're two high volume shooters for the Bucks, Giannis and Chris Milton, both shooting the ball very well. 
just think Bucks have a little bit more offensive power. I'm going to go ahead and lay the point and half on the road here with Milwaukee. Uh, Brian, what are you doing with this one? Man, I got killed by the Bucks last night. Uh, I had the Clippers, and then Kawhi Leonard didn't play. Uh, but you know what? I got back a little bit uh, uh, later on that night. Really like the Jazz at home. They beat the Sixers by two. Sixers, one of the better teams in the East as well. Utah, always a tough place to play. If I'm getting any plus points with Utah, even at a pick them, uh, I'm taking Utah. So All right, continue ahead. here with Brian Bittler. We're going to take a look at this Toronto Raptors and New Orleans uh, Pelicans a game. Of course, uh, these are this Pelicans team I thought would be a little better than they are this year. Uh, but uh, right now, we've got uh, Toronto laying two and a half, total 233. I'm going to take the road favorite here, Toronto minus two and a half. You know what? The players that support Kawhi Leonard last season, they're stepping up in his absence. Raptors playing well. Hitting nearly 47% of their shots, 40% from three. And they're defending home opponents to just over 40%. New Orleans, a bad defensive team, allowing 47% shooting. Second worst in defensive efficiency ratings. Raptors, ninth in offensive efficiency, nearly 110 points per 100 possessions. But Siakam is their highest volume shooter, hitting 50%. Kyle Lowry, second highest volume, 48%. Abaka, Anubi, both over 50%. Fourth and fifth highest volume shooters in volume for that team. Listen, I like uh, I like uh, Toronto here minus two and a half. What do you say, Brian Pittler? Oh, I agree with you. I think you know Toronto Raptors, a blue collar, scrappy team. You know, no real superstars on that team, but they play hard. And New Orleans is the reason they were uh, they got the number one pick in the draft last season. You know, they haven't got much better. I see them struggling early. I think Toronto really wins by double digits here. All right, continue here with our game, with our, our NBA Rapid Fire here on uh, Sports Speaking for the podcast. Welcome, everybody, on, on from picksandparlays.net. Listen to our podcast here today. Remember to listen to it, our podcast over at picksandparlays.net under the podcast tab. All right, here we go. Late game, Heat and Lakers. Line, L.A., 8.5, total 215.5. I'm going to look at the total here, Brian. I'm going to go Heat and Lakers under 215 and a half. I think it's a tough spot for Miami at back-to-back after playing at Phoenix. I think that might be a fast-paced game against the Suns. You know, Lakers with their age, they don't play at a fast pace around mid-pack as far as pace goes. Should be able to dictate things here against a Heat team in a back-to-back spot. But look at the L.A. defense. 41% shooting. They're allowing 32% from three at home. Teams aren't even are averaging just 93 points a game against them. And we saw the Heat in Denver scoring only 89 to start this trip. You know, this is a Miami Heat that does defend as well. Uh, L.A. number two, though, in defensive efficiency ratings. Miami number four. I'm going under 215 and a half here, Brian, with the Lakers and Heat. What are you doing? God, you know what? You, you kind of talked me into the under here. I was I was looking at the Lakers, but after, you know, thinking about it even more, we got Jimmy Butler who plays uh, really good defense for Miami. Uh, you're right, Miami's going to be a, some tired legs out there. Lakers have been – I used to love fading LeBron James the last couple of seasons, but this year uh, he's been on point with the Lakers. I think this game does go under, and I would think about laying the points with the Lakers. I think they might take it to Miami in this one. All right, Sports Big Info here, joined by Brian Bittler as we talk to NBA Rapid Fire. For those of you who listen to us over on picksandparlays.net, be sure to listen to our podcast uh, there. Or if you want, if you like to be mobile, you can listen to us on Apple iTunes. The, the code, or I should say the search term is Sports Big Info. That's the name of our podcast. And subscribe. Segment today was brought to you by picksandparlays.net, where all the top cappers in the nation post their plays individually on a guarantee to win bases, leaderboards, and more to showcase the top cappers. You can find all the cappers document over at picksandparlays.net, including Brian Bittler. 
by the way, who, if you haven't noticed, uh, is number one year-to-date in college football. And I know it's an NBA segment, Brian, but we can't let people, we got to let them know that you're, you're, you're tearing up in college football this season. Number one in college football all year long, basically. And Friday night, my Pac-12 total year goes off. So make sure, guys, if you're listening, check that out. My Pac-12 total year. Absolutely, guys. So check it out. Brian Biller over at picksandparlays.net, number one in college football as well. And one thing I want to make note here, guys, when you're checking out picksandparlays.net is that we also have a special running right now. I know if you like your hoops, well, you can also pick up a 30-day pass from Brian, uh, get all his plays for 30 days, which will include NBA, college football, as well as NFL and college hoops. It's that time of the year where every, all the sports are overlapping. But I want to make note of this special right now over at picksandparlays.net. Early bird college basketball season pass. It's it's right now uh, regular price five forty nine now four forty nine. Get all of all the plays from Brian Bittler for college basketball. That's NBA. I should say college basketball regular season and March Madness the postseasons. That includes all the postseason tournaments like the NIT, CBI, CIT. Every play that he releases from college basketball right now on sale. Four forty nine. That's a hundred bucks off regular price. That's a season pass. The early bird college basketball season pass. Hundred bucks off over at picksandparlays.net. And matter of fact, you can also apply the coupon code Tony T, and that will save you fifteen percent off at checkout. So you get a really good uh, price there over at picksandparlays.net for the early bird college basketball season pass. And of course, you can find Brian Bittler over there at picksandparlays.net. All right, Brian. As always, thank you for joining us on the show. And to have a good week, and we'll talk to you down the line. Thanks, Tony, for having me. All right, everybody. Brian Billy here on Sports Pick Info. You know, if you missed the earlier segment, Brian also did an NFL segment. So go ahead and check the timeline for Brian Bittler's NFL. All right, tomorrow, more football and basketball talk. We got Chip Trivis joining us. I'm Tony T. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Sports Pick Info, College Basketball Picks, Predictions, Bet Information. This is the card here on Friday, November the 8th. I'm your host, Tony T. We got Joe Duffy ready to talk college basketball. It, it started, and we got a big card here. We got a couple of good matchups to talk about with Joe in just a second. We'll get to him. Reminder, those of you who listen to our podcast, you can listen to our podcast over on Apple iTunes. Uh, if you would, in that search box, type in Sports Pick Info and subscribe. Download, rate, and view. We greatly appreciate it. All our shows broadcast live over Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Our channel ID, Sports Pick Info. And a note out there to our Picks and Parlays uh, listeners and viewers out there. You can check out Sports Pick Info at picksandparlays.net by clicking the, clicking the podcast tab and listen to our podcast there and subscribe over at picksandparlays.net. Matter of fact, our segment today is brought to you by picksandparlays.net, where all the top cappers of the nation post their place Individually on a guaranteed win basis, we have leaderboards and more to showcase the top cappers. We're going to introduce to you a college basketball special that we have going right now over at picksandparlays.net. And, of course, you can use our coupon code TONYT and gets 15% off at checkout. We'll talk a little bit more about picks and parlays a little later in the show. Standing by right now is Joe Duffy, who will find a, a, one of the top cappers over at picksandparlays.net. Uh, Joe, how you doing today? And you're ready for college football here, uh, college basketball, I should say. Here it comes. It's a wonderful time of the year, and that's one of the reasons why I like my computer software. Um, you know, there's maybe about five guys out there that have these encyclopedic minds that know the every team inside out. Very, very few. But 
the magic of the computer software is it knows once you store situations in there, it's going to spit them out. It's going to say it applies in this game, whether it's one of the uh, obscure conferences. It could be the Southland Conference or whether it's the Atlantic Coast Conference. So that's, that's one of the reasons why I love computer software. It'll isolate and find situations in the high-profile games and the lower-profile games. Absolutely. We'll start here with Joe. We'll take a look at the card here. Two top ga uh, games here from the Friday card. We'll start here with Baylor and Washington. Baylor here going to be laying five and a half. Uh, you know, Baylor 2014 team. Don't be surprised by that record. It was a very competitive Big 12 uh, 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 conference last season. They got knocked out of the NCAA tournament in the second round. They have the second rated front court in the Big 12. Huskies return only one starter from last season, but Hopkins, a former Syracuse assistant, has brought a defensive culture to this program. They went 15 and 3 in the Pac 12 last year. So here we go. Joe, we got Baylor laying five and a half in this one. Yeah, Tony T, and I've heard the adage, and I've even heard coaches or former coaches who are up in the broadcast booth say it, that a team improves most from game one to game two. And you do have some situations, mostly in college football and college basketball, where sometimes you have a team playing their second game against a team playing their first game. And the truth is, from a spread betting standpoint, I haven't found out that there is a huge advantage. But Baylor does have one game under their belt, and this is uh, Washington's first game. Um, the Huskies, you, you kind of alluded to it, Tony T. They lost four seniors, plus Jalen Noel left early. Um, those five players accounted for about 80% of their offense. And, you know, it's not like we're talking about a, a Duke or a North Carolina where they just reload with a bunch of blue chippers. So I do think that's something that's fairly significant. Meanwhile, Baylor, they do have nine players with 26 or more games of playing experience. So this early in the year when you've got one team that is rebuilding a little bit and then the, the Baylor team is coming back with some uh, a lot of players. And, look, we know that uh, Scott Drew has done a very good job there. Um, you know, he's turned them into a legitimate power. And you're right, now Washington's going to be competitive. They are going to be competitive, but Washington looks like one of those teams that's going to get a little bit better as the year goes on. You know, th this is one of those games where if this were – played, uh, you know, 10 or, or 15 games into the season, uh, maybe this game would be more of a, a pick em game and maybe Washington would have the advantage. But I think that uh, Baylor's catching Washington at the right time. And then conversely with Baylor with so much talent back, Washington's catching Baylor at the wrong time. So I'm going to lay the uh, lumber here. All right, continue here with uh... – Joe Duffy, Sports Pick Info is our podcast. It's uh, Sports Picks and Information Daily from all the top cappers you find it uh, at uh, picksandparlays.net as well as Sports Chat Place and the network uh, as well along the uh, network line there. All right, we'll continue here with Joe Duffy. Uh, Arizona State and Colorado meeting in Shanghai, China. That's right. It's overseas oh. here. Colorado laying five. Bob Hurley in his fifth season with ASU. Well, three starters returned from a team knocked out of the first round or second round of the tournament last year. 12 and 6 was good for second place in the conference. You know, some are forecasting the Buffs as Pac 12 champions this season. That's pretty, pretty ambitious there. All five starters back to a team that was eliminated in the NIT quarterfinals last year. Head coach Tad Boyle enters his 10th season at the school. So here we go in Shanghai, where it'll be probably Saturday afternoon, I assume. Colorado here laying five in this one. It is, and I, I'm hungry. I love my authentic Chinese food. I wish I was at this game, and I'd be eating before and after the game. Um, now, as you said, yeah, Colorado, they do have a ton of talent back. Uh, this is going to be a good battle of point guards. A lot of people like point guard play. you got Martin and McKinley, uh, two, two uh, very good point guards for each team. 
You might even argue when the total is posted, I think uh, some of the sharp people might like the over simply because a lot of sharps like betting uh, quality and proven uh, point guards. And, you know, that's really the heart and soul of the offense. A lot of people think, and that's, that's another debate altogether. I don't 100% subscribe to it, but I do think in, in a game like this early in the year, the fact that both of them have quality point guards could be significant as far as the total is uh, concerned. And the guy for, uh, right for Colorado last season, he played with a hurt left shoulder, yet he still averaged 13 points, 4.9 rebounds, and 4.5 assists. He had offseason surgery, so he enters the season completely healthy. Um, and, uh, you know, ASU, they lost the, the Pac-12's top rebounder, uh, Zylan Cheatham, last year at 10.3 points per game. ASU should be improved uh, with Rob Edwards following minor offseason surgery. Still, both of these teams are pretty good. Now, I just think it's a high percentage play. The fact that this game is being played in China, there's going to be – both teams are going to be distracted. There's going to be a certain amount of uncertainty and when you have this much uncertainty, I kind of like to lean towards the underdog. And, and five points on a neutral court is a fairly significant amount. So I would probably go with uh, Arizona State here. All right, Sports Pickenfield here joined by Joe Duffy as we have broke down two of the big games from college basketball. These are your TV games here for Friday's card. And, Joe, I just want to thought your thoughts here. I know uh, we've seen a lot of conference games right off the bat. Uh, this is the most I've ever seen. Uh, you know, very rarely have we seen such early conference games. So how do you read this? Yeah, and I, my understanding is both of these coaches were not happy about that. I don't think that there are a lot of coaches that do want to have conference games uh, this early. But, you know, I, I guess it was just part of the you know, negotiated and whatever this contract was. Of course, they love their basketball over in China. We know that. And I think they wanted to sell them a pretty competitive game. But I, I know that neither one of these coaches are happy but what I would say, again, that kind of adds a little bit more to the uncertainty and I think, you know, maybe even makes the underdog a little bit of a, a better play. But no, as from a handicapping standpoint, I don't know if we have enough history of that to really say if there's anything from a, a handicapping standpoint. But it's very clear the coaches are not happy because the coaches like to, you know, they like to play some cream puffs. They like to feel uh, their team out. And I think with the fact that, you know, these teams haven't had the chances to do that. It kind of, you know, makes the unpredictability of it even better. And, and again, where the, the puppy might be a decent percentage play. Yeah. And we know with the ACC, it was because of the ACC network, they wanted to launch it with, with conference yeah. games to open it up. So that was kind of a, a there to get that, to get that to TV market. I don't know if the coaches, coaches probably make some loot off that TV contract anyway. So. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, they're both, yeah, they're, they're both in the same situation. So it's not like, you know, I think, the only way that it would really be an advantage to one team, if one team is truly completely rebuilt and the other team has, you know, five of their, all five of their starters back, I can definitely see how the coach who's, who's rebuilding would be at a, a disadvantage there for sure. Yeah. Well, if you want to make them happy next year, let them play in Vegas. I know mean, that, would, that, would, that would turn that frown upside down, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Although, you know, I'm sure that uh, they're making quite a lot of money to head over to Shanghai, too. It's, it's all about, you know, dollars. It's all about the yen. And, and, you know, we know that they love their basketball in China. And, of course, college basketball would like to become as popular as the NBA is in China. And that could mean all kinds of big money. All right, Joe Duffy, we know yeah, you've got that database and it provides a lot of winners. OK, so let's 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 delve into it here. What do you look for in November college basketball? Yeah, there's a, one of the things in college basketball 
I definitely will go outside. I go outside of my database and all of it. But in college basketball, I really like those teams that are um, tested early, that play very tough schedules. You know, Oakland used to be one of those teams every year under their uh, their coach, uh, the same system, but they would always play a very tough non-conference schedule. And usually, you know, by game five or game six, they were a heck of a play. They were, again, I'll use that term, baptism by fire. But I also like to see teams that have done a lot of traveling early. I do think both of these teams, Arizona State and Colorado, uh, they're going to have that hangover. We've seen it with teams playing in Hawaii, a little bit less so. Teams playing in uh, Anchorage. I know we've had some games in Japan in the past. So I would think, if anything, both of these teams would probably be pretty big fades in their next game. I mean, I frankly haven't looked at the schedule to see how many days uh, rest they're going to have between games. I usually like to take it you know, one day at a time, so to speak. But that's something that I will definitely keep an eye on, these, these teams that are doing so much traveling early on. Yeah, and also, too, people get caught up in this returning starters, but you got to be careful when you look at that because if, if that starter is replaced by a rotational player, well, that player has been in the system. They, you know, you yeah. can't practice five on O, so you're practicing five on five. And you saw with Virginia last night that, you know, you've got the, the replacements were obviously re- re- rotational players, so they know the system, they know how to defend because they've been defending the first team. So uh, it's kind of a little tricky here when you get caught up with the returning starters and uh, lost starters angle there. No, I would agree with you, and especially when you're talking about those teams that have the one-and-done guys because they're always going to replace them, you know, with good players like Kentucky. I do think it is something that, that can be overplayed, and that's why I think most people, even some of the Sharps, like to, uh, you know, just kind of dip their toe in the waters and don't play quite as big until a few games in. And by the way, Tony, another thing I look for in every sport, and certainly in college basketball, and especially with the smaller conference teams that are, you know, supposed to be very good in sleepers, and then if they get upset, every every single sport is about overreaction, and college basketball as much as any. So yeah, if you have a team that's a ten point favorite, and they wound up losing by twelve points, pretty good chance that team's going to be all of a sudden undervalued entering the next game, and, you know, vice versa. The team that pulls off the big upset could be overvalued. So early in the season, I always look for gross overreaction. The odds makers aren't usually that far off. Yeah, what about these small conference teams like those North North uh, Winthrop's? You've got those Northern Kentuckys that somehow, some way get some attention. Uh, you know, Wichita State, you know, these teams that get attention late in the season. Uh, how do they usually do early in the season? Because you never hear about them. It's always the big, you know, Duke and North, you know, Duke and uh, Michigan State. You know, it's always the big, the big programs that get the headlines. But, you know, the small, this, this mid-major programs, you don't hear too much about them. How do they do early? Yeah, well, once those um, schools... I think for the most part, they don't necessarily have to make these big statement games. They just have to win. Once you get up there with the, the 24 and 25 wins and you go through your conference, you maybe have only one or two losses. You know, I, I do think it's very important if you do have a uh, non-Power 6 team and they're playing a, a, power, they're a power conference team, you know that if anything, that if they're a contender for being, you know, a bubble team at the end of the year, if they don't get the automatic bid, you know that there's plenty of motivation to at least keep it close. So, yeah, if you do have, you know, a Winthrop situation against a Duke and Duke is laying, you know, 15 points, I would probably look very hard at going with a Winthrop-type situation because those competitive losses, and you see when it's bro- when it's broken up and Joe Lenardi and now the CBS, Jerry Palm, I guess his name is, 
they'll always talk about these mid-majors with competitive losses. And of course, quality wins are better than competitive losses, but they talk about the competitive losses. So I do think you know, these teams that could potentially be in the mix at the end of the year, even if they don't win their conference, yet yeah, it's very important when they do play high-quality uh, teams, usually want to go with the underdog in that situation. All right, Sports Pinkerville here, joined by Joe Duffy here, our podcast that you can listen to us every single day on Apple iTunes as well as picksandparlays.net under, under the podcast tab. And our segment today, well, it was brought to you by picksandparlays.net, where all the top cappers in the nation post their plays individually on a guaranteed win basis. We have leaderboards and more to showcase the top cappers. So right now, when you use that coupon code TONYT, you'll save 15% off at checkout. And I do want to let you know of a special going on right now over at picksandparlays.net, and you can pick it up from uh, Joe Duffy right now. His early bird college basketball season pass, $100 off regular price. You get every play from Joe Duffy, college basketball, regular season and postseason, regular $549, $100 off. It's now $449. And additionally, use that coupon code TONYT at checkout. We take 15% off at the checkout. So once again, Joe Duffy's early bird college basketball season pass, $100 off. Every play from Joe, college basketball, regular season, postseason. When I say postseason, I mean March Madness NCAA tournament, the NIT, CIT, CTI, CBI. Those tournaments all included in this early bird college basketball season pass. Right now, 449. Use that coupon code TonyT at checkout. You save an additional 15% off. You can find Joe Duffy over at picksandparlays.net by clicking the handicapper tab. And of course, uh, finding his name, click the link over to his to his name. The first under the subscribe under subscriptions, the first package there is his early bird college basketball pass there for 449. And of course, Joe, I know it's a long college basketball season, but I uh, still think the best way to go is long term. Without question, and it's, it's great that you mentioned that, Tony T, because yes, when it comes to March, my computer database does spit out, you know, the CIT and the CBI and the NIT and the ABC, XYZ, all those other uh, crazy uh, tournaments that they have. And, and so yeah, I definitely pick uh, stuff other than the big dance. And, and you're right, Tony T, um, go long-term. In fact, just the other day, in fact, I think it was today, no, it was yesterday. I had a long-term client. He said, look, I heard this on the, you know, uh, Brent's network, that, that uh, four-letter radio network, and it had to do with big favorites in college basketball and a pretty high total. And he said he heard that that goes well under the total. I looked it up, and I fine-tuned uh, the parameters of game. I think the, what he told me was at least 15-point favorite and total of at least 150. And I fine-tuned it, and I found out that is a very good system. So, again, I still get new systems in on a regular basis. Got a new great total system in college basketball. Just the other day, the one that uh, I just mentioned, and we're always fine-tuning it. So, yeah, you definitely want to be with me all season long and want to be with me, you know, till about the year 2035, actually. Absolutely, guys. So check out Joe Duffy over at picksandparlays.net. Going to put up that earlier pass again for you guys to check it out. $100 off all of Joe Duffy's college basketball entire season and postseason. $100 bucks off, $449. Use that coupon code TONYT at checkout. You'll save another 15% off over at picksandparlays.net. You can find Joe by clicking the handicapper tab, clicking his name, and going over to his page and under the subscription tab. The first subscription up there is his early bird college basketball package. And pick it up right now, guys at picksandparlays.net. All right, Joe, as always, thank you for joining me on the show. Continued success out there. Have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Tony T. We will talk to you very soon. All right, everybody, Joe Duffy here on Sports Pick Info. A reminder, guys, listen to us over on picksandparlays.net under podcast and subscribe. I'm Tony T. Tomorrow, more 
Well, more football and basketball talk with Chip Trimbus. I'm Tony T. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Sports Pick Info, NFL Picks, Predictions, Ben Information, Week Number 10. I'm your host, Tony T. We're going to talk NFL Week 10 here. We've got uh, Brian Biller here ready to talk some NFL. We'll get to Brian here in just a second. We want, want to uh, let you know where to listen to our podcast. You can listen to our podcast over on Apple iTunes. If you would, in that search box, type in Sports Pick Info and subscribe. Download, rate, and view. We greatly appreciate it. All our shows broadcast live over Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Our channel ID, Sports Pick Info segment today. Is brought to you by Bookie Blasters, where you can find all the top cappers in the nation there at Bookie Blasters. And uh, we'll have some some specials we'll talk about a little later in the show. We'll get to Bookie Blasters, and we'll bring in the, the, the guy who runs Bookie Blasters. That's Brian Biller. How you doing, Brian, and how are things going over at Bookie Blasters? Oh, rocking and rolling. Looking forward to another big college football weekend. Got some big games on tap at LSU, Alabama. I'm looking forward to that. Minnesota, from a viewing perspective, I'm not sure uh, – you know, I did lock in a huge play on Penn State and Minnesota, but I'm looking forward to the weekend. Yeah, weekend should be pretty good. Then, of course, uh, right now we'll turn our attention over to some NFL. we got a couple games here to talk about uh, from the NFL. We'll start here with the Rams and Steelers here. It was L.A. open four, down to three and a half, total 44. Close to Rams coming off the bye week. But, hey, maybe they could be looking at some cold weather here. We saw what happened to them last year in, in the Bear game. Steelers moved to four and four with their home win to the Colts. But, uh here we go. Rams off the bye at the Steelers. Steelers back to 500, but the Rams road favorites three and a half total sits at 44. Man, the more I see uh, Mason Rudolph and the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, the more that I like them. And the more I see the Rams this year, the less I like them. I, you know, Jared Goff, ever since that Super Bowl flop against the Patriots, you know, I'm starting to become negative on Goff. I don't really think he has. If you compare the statistics between Jared Goff and Mason Rudolph, yeah, they're pretty comparable. Actually, Mason Rudolph has slightly better numbers. Steelers are at home here. It's a must-have game form at four and four. I'll take the points. A home dog with the Steelers. All right, joined here by Brian Bittler. Do you see the weather being a fact? You're out in the East Coast. Uh, last I heard, there's some pretty good cold temperatures coming out there out, out that way. Is that still holding holding up? Well, cold in the mid 30s. To me, it's kind of perfect football weather. But I think as we get into the game on Sunday, it's going to be you know, possibility of snow. But, you know, really, I, I think that favors the Steelers. They've always been a gritty, cold-weather team. You know, I, I see them running the ball by committee. Uh, so, really, weather would favor the Steelers, in my opinion. So, I'd grab the points. Yeah, I kind of felt the same way. All right, continue here with Brian Bittler here on Sports Pick Info, our podcast. Panthers and Packers here with Green Bay laying 5.5, total 47. Of course, Panthers respond after that embarrassing loss of the 49ers. They beat Tennessee. And, of course, uh, we've got uh, Packers coming off a battle showing uh, in a loss at, at the Chargers. A little drama. Aaron Rodgers likes to start the drama. You know, he likes to start the drama. You know, likes to hint at, 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 at the uh, Packers' uh, preparation here. Uh, you know, I, I can see that impacting a few players. But if you're not specific, what about the professionals that treat themselves professionally? I wouldn't, wouldn't like someone sounding off like that because it throws everybody under the bus. But, anyway, Packers favored five and a half total sits here at 47. Boy, uh, you know, I see this line opening up at seven, down to five and a half. Uh, we have a lot of small betters on the Packers. Uh, so it really looks like a, a really sharp play would be Carolina here. And, you know, there's two teams that always seem to screw me in the NFL, betting-wise, and it's Aaron Rodgers and the Packers and Tom Brady and the Patriots. Uh, but uh, in this case, you know, I think Carolina is 
heading in the right direction with Kyle Allen. I think he's a better game manager right now than Cam Newton was. I think the Panthers are going to be in a position to win this game. I think it comes down to a field goal. And when I feel that way, you know, get five and a half points, I think I'm going to lean towards taking the Panthers in this one. All right, Sports Big Info here, joined by Brian Bittler as we took a look here at NFL coverage here. And, of course, our segment today was brought to you by Bookie Blasters, where all the top cappers in the nation post their plays individually on a guaranteed win basis, leaderboards, and more to showcase the top cappers. And right now, Brian, I know you've got an early bird college basketball package up there. I know uh, you, you run Bookie Blasters. And, of course, so why don't you let everybody know what's, what's happening over at Bookie Blasters. Yeah, right now you can get in on a college basketball season pass, just $449 if you head on over there. And, guys, uh, you know, we're recording this on Thursday. If you get in before midnight uh, tonight, you can get 25% off. Use bonus code CHAT, C-H-A-T, 25% off. Uh, but, guys, even the regular price, 449 complete college basketball season cannot go wrong. Last year I was uh, one of the top college basketball handicappers I think I brought home around uh, I think it was twenty two grand in profit for a thousand dollar better. So head on over there and pick up that season pass. All right, pick up the season pass over at bookieblasters.com. Let's go ahead and put it up there again. Why don't you let everybody know uh, uh, the coupon code again to use, uh, Brian? C H A T chat. Chat. Okay. So it's chat uh, is is the coupon code. All right. Uh, joined here by uh, Brian Bittler as we talked uh, NFLs and then uh, well, check it check it out bookieblasters.com. All right, uh, Brian's going to hang around. We've got some uh, NBA to talk about. You're going to be uh, tuning into our live uh, segment from NBA Rapid Fire. I'll be joining them too. We're going to go head-to-head on the NBA. Uh, it's our Friday uh, show here, so I'm Tony T. So those of you who watch us live, hang on. Those of you that are listening or watching on segments, check the timeline for Brian Bittler's NBA. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.